Welcome to the Adventures in the Sky podcast, sharing inspiring stories to empower you to be dreamers and doers. For the sky's the limit. Proudly presented by Flying Phillies, an uplifting historical adventure book inspired by the women Air Force service pilots, WASP of World War II. As America's female aviation pioneers, the WASP are the original power girls. Hi, I'm Christy Hui, author of Flying Phillies. In every episode, you'll hear stories from the WASP, kin of WASP, women aviator pioneers sharing their secrets to success. Their trials and tribulations pave their inner journey to becoming trailblazers. Joining me today is John Marsh, son of a wasp, a woman Air Force service pilot named Marie Barrett Marsh, class 43-7. It's a pleasure to speak with you, John. What a wonderful gathering the wasp homecoming event was in Sweetwater, Texas. Um, and the WASP, as I said, are my personal heroes, and I love sharing their stories. So thank you for coming onto the show. Let's get it started. Excellent. Well, I'm happy to see your interest in the WASP, and I'd be glad to answer any questions you might have. Yes. Well, I love your mom's story, and I think every WASP has her unique story. So in this episode, we want to focus on your mom and her story. Sure. Uh, so, you know, not many people, let alone females, were flying 80 years ago. And so as I was learning about these wasp story, what really, really impressed me and, and got me intrigued was how did this lady get started in the interest of flying? How did they develop that love for flying? And how did she manage to learn to fly back in 80 years ago when it was so costly to take flying lessons? So how about let's start with that? Well, my mother was in college. And at that time, I think it was World War II was on the horizon. And I think our country realized we didn't have enough pilots to be sufficient. And they started a civilian pilot training program to train pilots to fly. And they mandated one out of 10 people should be a female. So she didn't have much money, but that's how she started flying with this civilian pilot training program. So eventually she and her brother bought a small plane. It was a tail dragger. It was really underpowered. It was 50 horsepower and and they flew that and, and they learned. So, but she did get her training through this brilliant pilot training program. From there, they went on to the AT-6. The AT stands for advanced trainer. This was the first plane that they flew that had retractable landing gear and a, a variable pitch prop. And, and all the WASP loved it. It had 650 horsepower and it was aerobatic. And so they, all the WASP, if you look at their gold medal, that AT-6 is on their gold medal. That was just one of the planes that they all flew. In addition, after she got out of the WASP, she flew a C-45, which was a light twin-engine plane. She flew a B-26, which was a bomber. 
she flew the UC-78, which was a twin-engine trainer. And her favorite plane, if you can believe it, was an A-24, which is a Douglas Dauntless dive bomber. And that's the same plane that at the Battle of Midway that turned a, turned a tide for the Americans. Is that the bamboo bomber? The bamboo bomber is the UC-78. That's a oh, twin. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's called that, that metal was in short supply, so a lot of the the ribs and behind the skin was made of wood. Wow. So there, you know, you still see years ago they made planes with wood. You still see some of the experimental planes built using some high grade woods rather than metals. Now I read that your mom flew the B-26. Yes. Which had a reputation of being the riddle maker along with many, many other colorful nicknames. I don't want to repeat here. Yes. Um, did she ever talk about what it was like flying that mall order? She never did. No, I never heard. And back then, I, I wish I could ask these questions to mm-hmm. her today. It's just she's not here to ask. So yeah. we never talked about it much. I read that only 17 of the WASP were trained to fly a B-26. So your mom was one of the 17s. Must have been, sure. Yeah, that's just amazing to think about that. Oh, it is. It really is. And there was, you know, they trained the WASP, for instance, the B-17, the four-engine bomber that mm-hmm. became a mainstay. Uh, they initially, they I think the Boeing test pilot was killed in that plane. And then they, the engines were overheating. So they that had a bad reputation also. And Paul mm-hmm. Tibbetts, got a group of female wasps together to fly this plane and land in different bases. And hey guys, if these ladies can do it, you can do it. So that's a remarkable story, John. Oh, it's, it's amazing. (laughs) One of the stories, and you know, you listen to these stories, I go to Mm -hmm. Oshkosh and air air venture and listen to their stories. At the end of the day, they would go down to the, the lake near where we stayed and they'd have their cheese and crackers and, and talk about their stories. But, one of the stories they told was flying in as a pilot, you'd call the airports, hey, I'm 10 miles north inbound, request landing instructions. Well, they, they did that in the B-17. After doing it once or twice, the tower came on the radio and said, would you ladies get off the radio? We're trying to get a B-17 in. <laughs> never occurred to them the ladies would be fine. Exactly. That is hilarious, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Some of the stories you heard, it's just it makes you laugh. One of the things that I think through my research that impressed me so much and I am envious is their the the camaraderie they share as a group. Oh, Did you absolutely. hear any stories that about oh, their they, camaraderie? Yeah, they I I could go on and on about that. It just they were so close. They kept in touch. I mean, they, they made they merely made best friends. The classmates kept in touch with my mother late in life. You know, she had cancer and they'd, they'd call her frequently. How you doing? So I get teary eyed. Mm. They were close. They were very, very close. They'd go to reunions. They'd, they'd hug each other and catch up. How are you? And tell me about your family. You could see there was a lot of love for each other. Mm-hmm. It's the... It's a sisterhood. Yeah, absolutely. It was so fun being around them. It was just so fun. And they had this sense of humor, too. Oh, <laughs> yes. 
Sometimes they steal each other's stories. The one that's <laughs> is my story. You know, you can't tell that. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I how I wish I could speak to some wasps, uh, you know, when they're just go back to memory lane. And oh, I thing, know. Right. Yeah. At yeah. one point, there was 25 of them at Oshkosh. At that air, you know, Oshkosh, Wisconsin Air Venture. So mm-hmm. I call it Oshkosh. And the name is actually Air Venture, but it's the big air show in Oshkosh every July. But when they first started going there, they, you know, a lot of them weren't wealthy. They were making peanut butter sandwiches for lunch. I mean, they just, you know, they were glad to be there and they were treated like rock stars, but it was a struggle for some of them. Mm. Did you ever hear your mom talk about some scariest thing she ever did as a wasp? Or Well, the, the, probably the, you know, a, a lot of times flying is just a lot of boredom mm-hmm. and followed by a scare here and there. And I, I've been down that road. But uh, at one point, I know she said the engines quit. And, and of course, everybody on the plane was alarmed, but the one of the two gas tanks ran out. All she had to do was switch the tank to the other side and the engines caught and they went on. But for the people on the plane, it was scary for her just another day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of them talked about one of my friends, Shootsie Reynolds, they had her testing an airplane and and they had they just put a new engine in it, and they hadn't tightened up the bolts. She said it was vibrating so bad when she landed. They were she was concerned the engine. What's going on? They found the bolts were so loose the engine was barely hanging on. So they weren't always fixed properly. Let's get it back in the air and let's keep this going. And that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing can. It's like nothing can stop them. No. No, they were they were proud to do this. They were they were excellent pilots. I found later in life, all the wasps still love to fly. Mm-hmm. My friend Shootsie Reynolds got a. I don't know if you're familiar with the P fifty one. To me, that was the prettiest. Yes. Best. And there was a fellow from Texas, Cowden Ward, would bring his P fifty one to Oshkosh, and he gave rides to every World War II veteran, including the wasps. So I got to know Cowden, but my friend Shootsie Reynolds. Got a ride. He said, what kind of ride would you like? Do you want just a sightseeing flight or do you want to do some light aerobatics? She said, no, I want to do hard aerobatics. So they they did loops and rolls for a half hour. She had a big smile on her face when she got out. And she was probably 85 or 90 years old at the time. Oh, that sense of adventure. Oh, it's never it's a, fades. Well, mm-hmm. No, and they still love to fly. Mm-hmm. And they would go to the homecomings. There were a pecan plantation hosted the wasp. It's near Sweetwater. And one of the fellows in there had a plane called the Breezy. And it's basically an open cockpit. There's no there's no fuselage. You just sit out there almost like on a lawn chair. But the wasp waited in line to get on the ride on that on that plane. I mean, I went for a ride on it. It kind of scared me. I don't I don't like heights if you can go <laughs> being a pilot, but but yeah, they, they still love to fly. That's pretty remarkable. What are some of her favorite memories as a wasp that you've heard over the years? Well, you know, she, I wish I could remember even a couple of them. I always felt she was, she was an excellent pilot. The, the first person I wanted to take for a ride when I got my pilot's license was my mother. She just inspired me over the years to do this and move forward and stay with it and 
it's a struggle, but boy, I, I took her up. I was impressed with how good she was as a pilot. You know, once you learn a little about flying, you can tell if the person beside you is a good pilot or mediocre or, or not so good. But she was an excellent pilot. So some things like that, you just, you have to fly with somebody to see how they fly. So her love of flying passes on to you. Oh, yes. And then I, I have another brother that also is a pilot. And I had a sister that she soloed a plane. She never got her private pilot's license. And then I have a niece and a nephew that are both commercial pilots. I, you may have met Katie Marsh out there at Sweetwater. She's That's right. She did a fly-in. Yeah, she, last year she flew in in an AT-6 dressed as a wasp. She was a reenactor and flew in in the AT-6. And so children were asking her for her autograph. It's like, wow. Nice. And this year she came in. She has a, she brought her baby with her this year. She has a six-month-old baby, and baby was in a flight suit, just looked like the wasp uniforms they used to wear. It was too big. And had to be On the plane up. with her? That's, yeah, this year she flew commercial. She was not the pilot. And she was a passenger in the back, but they flew up from Key West. That's where she spends her winters. So, a baby in a baby wasp. Yes. Love oh, it. she's already got the, the wasp uniform and the fifanilla on the baby and a patch with her name on it. I mean, you can tell this baby's going to be a, a future pilot. Exactly. <laughs> um you, you, you said that your mom really didn't talk much about her own experience as a wasp. Well, they, you know, they, they just said, oh, we just did what we had to. I, I felt all the ones I met were very humble. It's just, mm -hmm. we, we just did what we had to. No big deal. In fact, right. I, thought, I thought everybody growing up, their mother was a pilot. She's not. So what? <laughs> we, we flew. I thought it's nothing, nothing of it. Right. It's another day flying. Yeah, that's yep. that's what it was for them. Yeah, that's one of the things that I I find it striking was how humble they all they all are. Oh, they were so humble. They were just, and you'd go to Oshkosh with them. You know, for a while there, I was driving them to their talks in a golf cart, and people, man, I want to shake your hand, and they, you know, they were just, oh, we just did what we had to. You know, it just mm -hmm. it always impressed me that they're. Real, literally like a rock star at Oshkosh. We would, when I went with Shootsy to some of these events like Oshkosh or at homecoming, there, people in the airport would come up, especially commercial female commercial pilots. They would come up and say, I want to shake your hand. You open these mm -hmm. doors for us. Mm -hmm. Even one of the TSA agents, she was crying. She said, I hoped I got to meet a wasp. Yeah. So what a, what an experience. I mean, I, I, I took this for granted, sort of traveling with them and being friends with them. And my mother was a wasp. But to, to other people, they're, they were very, very special. They never met a wasp, just like yourself. Mm -hmm. Did you think that if the wasp program wasn't so successful during World War II, that there would be no women flying for the military today? Not really. And the reason I say that, I, I think it was... Oh, let me see the year. There was a year when the, the military announced women were finally going to be able to fly military planes. I think that was 1976. And and they boy, they got a lot of pushback. When the WASP heard that, it kind of stirred the nest a little bit. They came out and said, no, we did this in World War II, and you're, you're not the first. So mm -hmm. they were quiet until you until you pushed on them, and, and then they pushed back. So I, I, I really believe they... 
but the military pilots, the female pilots of today, they really appreciate the wasp. A lot of them know about it versus I was surprised in 1976, the Air Force didn't know about it. That's why we're doing this. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm always this is surprised. great. Yeah. I've met pilots at air shows that are in their 60s or 70s. I had a little pin on my ball cap. It was the same pin that was on their uniform. It says WASP. And I put that on my ball cap. And the, the guy, a pilot in an air show, is, what's that stand for? I said, well, what do you think it stands for? He says, ah, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. I said, no, <laughs> not at all. So... So for me, it's a chance to tell these people that never heard of the wasp, but they did. Mm -hmm. So how did being a wasp change your life, do you think? Well, that's a good question. I, you know, certainly it, it gave her a lot of opportunities and she continued to fly after she left the wasp. And I look at later in life with the friendship she had. But, you know, she went back, like a lot of them, they went back to being a homemaker or, or doing what they were doing. I mean, one of, one of the, someone in the WASP program told the ladies with the speed and the high altitude, they might not be able to conceive. Well, this was Gina <laughs> She says, I, I showed them. I went home and had 10 kids. So, <laughs> And so your mom had? She had eight children. So she was, she was obviously very busy raising eight children. Mm -hmm. but she had time to fly you know occasionally and uh, again i always enjoyed flying with her yeah the wasp certainly proved people wrong on many fronts oh absolutely yeah back then many of the wasp did not know how to drive a car but they're flying these very complicated military planes you got to be kidding me no oh no <laughs> Somebody, I remember one of them telling me, somebody, would you go move that truck for me? And she said, <laughs> you know, it's a stick shift. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> now, that's the first for me to hear. Oh, it's it's amazing, isn't it? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's, I still discover car. all these wonderful things about the wasp. Yeah, they, they can't drive a car. <laughs> Growing up, you know, what was the best piece of advice that your mom gave you? Or your siblings? Oh, just don't give up. Stay with it. Stay focused. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was, as a, as a child, you don't always listen to your parents. You're going to learn, make your some mistakes on your own. But she was a great mother. Mm -hmm. Must be that sense of adventure. It must be so much fun. Oh, and I think I've inherited it. You know, I still, I've, I've been a pilot for over 50 years. I'm, you know, there's not much I haven't done. You know, Do you just, fly commercially or? No, I had pleasure? a plane for many years. I would use mm -hmm. it to go visit my customers for my business, but I never mm -hmm. got a, never a commercial license, but it suited me fine. So it was certainly easy to get in the plane and go see a customer in Charlotte. You could be down there in a few hours, meet with the customer, have lunch and be home in the afternoon. You couldn't do that driving or commercial. Do you keep in contact with some of the wasps? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the few that are left. Mm -hmm. Shootsy Reynolds lived near me. She was a wasp, 44-7. And she, when my mom passed, she was running the stores for the wasp. And she lived about a half hour away. 
I think I went down to meet Shootsy. I probably bought one of everything she had, books, pens, memorabilia. But she, her husband had passed and she never had children. And mm. I say, yeah, let me trim your shrubs. Let's go to lunch. Let's do this. And eventually you know, I called her my honorary mother. She was just, we really got close. So she really inspired me. We went to a, my wife escorted Shootsy on an honor flight. And, you know, so it's just, she really touched my life in so many ways. Mm. I'd love to meet her and talk to her one day. Oh, I wish you could. Yeah, she's yeah. not here anymore, but she, oh. I still wear the, she made, she was a silversmith. She learned that after being a wash, they were down in Panama and she learned to silversmithing. And so she had a little shop behind her house where she made silver jewelry, including these wasp wing rings. That's hard to say, wasp wing rings. But. <laughs> Anyhow, I wear that with pride. Shootsy and I made it together. Oh. And you see, there's a one of the, I don't know if you had a chance to meet Blaze Jensen. She was a Thunderbird pilot. She was at homecoming. There was an Air Force poster showing her with her helmet and a uniform. If you look close on her wrist, you'd see a bracelet that Shootsy made. She mm. was proud to wear that. She was friends with Shootsy. Is that the lady who was the keynote speaker? F-16. No, she was the first F-16 pilot. Blaze, Blaze was there. Blaze had a beige uniform. I shouldn't say uniform, a beige flight suit on. But Blaze, Blaze is also on the board of the uh, Wasp Museum. Very talented wow. lady. Mm-hmm. If you had to use three adjectives to describe the Wasp, what would that be? Oh, persistent, driven, calm. Humble. Mm-hmm. You didn't push on them. They'd push back. I mean, they, they're very gentle. But boy, you start pushing there, you're not going to get away with much. <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah, they were humble to a point, but you know, I've seen them. Seen them where no, you're not going. We're not going to do that. We're just not going to. So they, mm-hmm. they were very genteel until you until you stirred it, stirred the pot a little. The steel inside. Oh, yes. Right. there. One of the stories, Marty Wall was a wasp. We, she was friends with my mother. I, I spent time with Marty. She said when she was going into the wasp, whatever air base she was located, uh, they were going to give her a physical. And this, this general said, I don't believe women should be flying. And she said, I don't believe that's your decision to make. I'd appreciate if you'd pass along my physical. And he said, young lady, you don't talk to a general like that. So anyhow, he did push her paperwork along and she did become a wasp. But certainly there was resentment. And and I can see, you know, you've got men in a barracks. What do we do with this lady? Sure. Sure. It it was a different time. Oh, sure. Discrimination. There's there's a female role and the traditional view of what female should do. And and I think that's why I admire these women so much. It was that. They did it 80 years ago when the world was very different. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, they, they really proved that they could do this. Their safety record was as good as the men. I think they flew 60 million miles. and mm-hmm. So they, they certainly proved they could do it. I, I always felt, me personally, I think women make better pilots than men. I think they're more careful. And they're, when, you're, when you're flying the airplane, you don't force this thing. You don't manhandle it or whatever the word is I'm looking for. You're gentle on the stick. And I think 
I think women are, they make better pilots. And I, I've said that to people. They say, why would you say that, John? I said, no, I believe that. So it's just my opinion. And in your family, you have, what, three women pilots? Yes, we had, my sister was a pilot. Oh, yes. So brother that was a pilot, and then me. And then my other sister became a flight attendant for TWA when she got out of college. That's like so Kathleen. Right. You might have met Kathleen. At the, I met her with the um, Amadillo race. She was a grand <laughs> champion. Yes. <laughs> what an honor. It's holding down the Amadillo wasn't that easy. <laughs> it looks, she made it look easy though. Yes. <laughs> well, oh, I, that's, that's amazing. Well, I'm, I am uh, thrilled to have talked with you and for you to share your Sunday with me. Um, well, I so appreciate you asking these questions and, and your interest in the wasp. May the spirit of the wasp live on and inspire all of us and our future right. generations. So agree. So agree. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Adventures in the Sky podcast. To all of you dreamers and doers, believe in your dreams. For when you dream and do, the sky's the limit. Until our next story, unlock your extraordinary within and live inspired. To join the Flying Phillies Adventure Club, visit www.flyingphillies.com. Bye.